Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about The Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. Surprise, it's us back in your podcast feeds. It's the off-season, but we have a special treat for for us and for you today. If you've been following along with our live shows, we've been recapping season one of The Bachelor. And we have our very last live show coming up on November 21st at the Bell House in Brooklyn. That's next Thursday, not Thanksgiving. Not Thanksgiving week. We will be recapping the finale of season one with actress and friend of the pod, Erin Dark, and a super freaking exciting surprise guest who is a major player in season one. Seriously, you don't want to miss this. It's going to be such a party. Yes, tickets are still available. You can get them at thebellhouseny.com. We'll also put the link in our show notes. And like Emma said, it's going to be so fun. We had an amazing time at our first Bell House show this summer. We're really psyched to go back and... We're really excited to talk to our surprise guest. If you've been watching season one along with this this series, or if you've ever watched it, I think you'll want to hear from this person. To really prep you for that finale episode, we're doing a special bonus episode on the very first Women Tell All. It There is a lot to say. So much. <laughs> um, it's kind of sad that we didn't have space in our tour schedule to do a live Women Tell All episode, but um, it's, a, it's a different format from the other episodes, obviously, so it makes sense for us to do it in a different format as well. So let's just dive in. We have 23 women back. They've been rejected and they're back to talk to each other and be slightly bullied by Chris Harrison. Chris was not quite the the polished uh, gentleman. He's really grown. (laughs) He has. He's a young, a young, feckless man, just like trying to be funny at the wrong moments, um, which we can relate to. We have... Lisa, Paula, Christina, Denise, Wendy, Jill, Daniela, Angela, Jackie, Kathy, Melissa, Shannon, Rachel, Angelique, Alexa, Rhonda, Amber, Christina, Katie, Amy, Lenise, Kim, and Tina. So the women are kind of scattered around, you know, not in bleachers like they are now. They're in trios or pairs just like thrown around the room in in, on a series of couches, it looks much cozier than today. You can really see the evolution of the TV aesthetic over time. Like now we have these like very uniform little like chairs sort of aligned all closely together. This is sort of like they got a bunch of like the couches from the set of Friends and just like bulked them all together. Uh, it's sort of a coffee shop vibe. It's loungy. Yeah. Um, and I will say, all the way back to the first season of the show, some of the women have the women tell all glow up. I know you love to see it. Yeah. It was much tamer. Again, tamer. The, the insults were tamer. The 
Uh, glow-ups were tamer. Not but... all of the globes were tamer because we have everything from like <laughs> Kathy I decided did get a to boob cr- job. <laughs> yeah, we have everything from I decided to crimp my hair this time to a boob job, um, which becomes a major plot point on the episode. Um, Lisa uh, went the opposite of hair crimping and straightened her hair, which also seemed to be lighter. We didn't really hear from Lisa. No, um, we didn't. I feel like she looked back at, as they often do and was like, I was like the the lawyer with like the natural curly natural hair. curly hair. And it a makes turtle me kind of sad. I know. I wanted to hear more from her about how it was watching back. Um, I loved Lisa. She was like talked to her dog and just I know it. I was into her too. So, so Chris kind of says like we're gonna have a good time and then he says it again we're gonna really have a good time <laughs> no one believed it yeah. but we do have a good we time. do have a good time and then he kind of opens by asking them you know why did you do this show and i thought this was very interesting because again this is the first season clearly there had been a ton of media attention and a ton of pretty like misogynistic backlash framing mm-hmm. these women as desperate and you know just just willing to marry any man who comes yeah. their way. It's sort of like the show is so degrading and therefore the women are trash because right, they're willing to be like, degraded. The culture is degrading. <laughs> uh, so so they, the women are sort of asked in this moment to like justify their decisions. And then he says, Amy, I see a smirk on your face. What's that about? And Amy says, well, I've answered this question so many times by now. I've tried so many ways to meet a great guy. I've tried bars. I've tried online dating, which in 2002 was yeah. really, really bold and edgy. I know. There were not um, many online dating sites then. <laughs> and she was like, this just seemed like another way to meet someone. And everyone He's on like, stage yeah, is same. like, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jackie says that the hardest part has been dealing with the media. I've heard that before. Um <laughs> And people just asking, so, like, you really just wanted to, like, marry some guy you met on TV? And she says, look, you know, we're all just intelligent, attractive women. We have our reasons for doing this. It's not that we're, like... Desperate. To... Yeah. Also, let's be clear. The vast majority, I mean, probably all of these women, none of none of them wanted to marry Alex. No. <laughs> I think what's weird is that, like, they had to do so much justifying of how desperate they were at the time because it was a new concept. And now we all just accept that it's a normal, a normal-ish thing that people do for their own reasons. And some of those reasons are to travel or to take a break from work or to up your influencer numbers. Um, But at the same time, I think the show has gotten much more effective at actually convincing people on the show that they desperately want to marry the lead. Um, Whereas at the time, everyone assumed these women must be desperate to marry the lead, but most of them actually were not. No. We just didn't know that there could be other reasons to go on the (laughs) show yet. Um, And Lanise even says she saw it as like a blind date. Which totally makes sense to me. Yeah. It's just like a really committed blind date. It's a really committed blind date. But like it it, I'm sure it was just as it is now. Very flattering to be told <laughs> you are cool and hot enough to go on TV. Yeah. You are picked. And also you might meet like a really successful, interesting, attractive man. I mean, look, I was single for a very long time, and the thought of someone else doing the labor of doing the picking is incredibly appealing. So, like, I I understand that instinct. I do. I do. I mean— I mean, I wouldn't go on a TV show. Just also, I would not be selected (laughs) to go on a TV show. But, like, I'm just saying, I I understand these women's reasoning. I think for a lot of them— you know, it's it's not about this is my, like, last choice even. No. It's just, like, reality TV is this kind of new cool thing. Like I'm being offered this opportunity. It wasn't that big of a time commitment back then. Yeah. And, like, I might get a boyfriend out of it. Yeah. Um, Danielle is like, look around. Do we look desperate? I don't think so. Chris laughs and says, of course I'm going to say no. Because, you know, women are crazy. And Chris you, is so... You can't disagree with them to their Benevolently face. misogynist during this whole thing. Like, I got buddy. really strong vibes from that moment where he, that, that he was sort of being like, wink, wink, I would say so if you weren't here. Yeah, like, oh, <laughs> don't want the claws to come out on me or else I would definitely call you all a bunch of desperate losers. Um, and then he asked Kim what her family thought of... 
of Alex because, of course, she was one of the hometown dates before getting sent home. Kim really came off well in this episode. She was delightful. She's like, yeah, honestly, uh, my family was pretty relieved when I came home, like not engaged to Alex. Yeah. It's funny because I think a lot of the women – their families are not too hard on Alex when they first meet him. And, like, they'll say, like, oh, my parents loved you. And, like, oh, he seems great. But – and Alex's family, it turns out, is much more harsh and judgmental. But then we hear from Kim and, like, Trista later said, I think, as well, that her family didn't – Not into him. Really super want them to get married. Um, but she said, you know, it was hard bringing him home because not many guys have met her family and then it like to watch it back I can only imagine to be like I brought this guy home to meet my family and he only did it because he thought that I like had super blonde hair must just be so (laughs) demoralizing Um, and then we see some footage of the contestants watching episode one with their friends and family yeah like some of the major players of the season we see Rhonda first who is significantly more chilled out on this episode and also looks fantastic. Yeah. Um, And she, it it turns out she has a new boyfriend, Ryan, who she met like the first night she went out after she got off the show. And he's really supportive and watching the first episode with her and says like, it's her night. Really lovely. Seemed like a really sweet guy. Yeah. Rhonda's just kind of laughing. She's like, yeah, none of my loved ones understood that The Bachelor was a real show until they saw it on television. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. It's hard to believe it's real now. Um, We see them, like, all watching her comment about how she would never have sex on the first date and her boyfriend's, like, patting her shoulder and laughing. They're like, woo! (laughs) It's like, she really found the right people for her. Um, Lanice, we see watching with just a few friends, and she says that she was in a weird place when she went on the show because she had just gotten out of her first relationship where she was really in love, which she talked about on the show um, a bit more openly than you would normally do now. But I feel like that is kind of a common thing for female contestants that I've heard in the past of like, oh, either I'm like going to show him what he's missing or like – it's kind of the equivalent of doing, like, a dramatic haircut. Like, I'm free now. I can do whatever I want. I can go on The Bachelor. Um, and she says to her friends that Alex was really nice because he used to be a dork. And I love Lanise. And and she seems to be quite beloved by the other women. She seems like she's full of, like, the milk of human kindness. Yeah, you know? I'm just really, really into Lanise. Um, Shannon is watching with some friends at a bar. Um, Shannon is funny because she was so tense the and high strung the whole season. And she, her line now is, I should have enjoyed it more. I was way too stressed for no reason. And yet her behavior does not change either in this video or like on the couch with Chris. <laughs> like when Amanda calls her high maintenance in a clip from the show. I she, thought this was cute. She like shrieks, that was my roommate. She's like, oh. She said that? That was my roommate. I actually found it quite adorable because clearly, um, and I'm pretty sure that the two of them are actually, like, you know, friendly now even. Bigger riffs have been healed post-Bachelor. One of her friends is like, oh, did you kiss Alex on the cheek? And Shannon is like, he kisses you on the cheek. Let me just get that straight. Obviously. Like, okay, you are not having any more fun with this now. Um, and she says he kissed her whole family on the cheek. But not her dad. But not Chris her is dad. like, uh, he kissed your dad? Like, nothing more horrifying than a man greeting another man with a kiss on the cheek. Like, I don't mm. know. What are you implying, Chris? I don't know. Maybe Alex is just a little too friendly. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> and, but Shannon is, like, feels very positive about having been on TV. I think that was a motivation For a lot of these women, more so than getting married, um, which people, you know, maybe find (laughs) degrading also in the world of 2002. But in 2019, we just see that as normal. Yeah. Um, They intersperse throughout before commercial breaks. Fun facts. I kind of like this. I'm like, they should do that again. I love it. And also (laughs) because hilarious. Look at this crazy season of television we made. Like, here's what went into making it. 
Um, and now they're like, we want to tell you absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing about what went into making it. I also loved that it didn't seem like most of the fun facts had been proofread. So there were just like glaring punctuation and grammatical errors in them. And I was like, oh, boy, they were just throwing this thing together. Not a single editor on staff. Um, but the first fun fact we get is only 105 bottles of champagne consumed during filming. I have to assume it's a lot more now. Well, I can consume 105 bottles of champagne on your own, on my own, just yeah, over the, the same period of time. Um <laughs> Not right now, obviously. Except uh, now they're limited. Yeah, and they're now drinking, they're limited. So. There were probably times when the contestants were just swimming in champagne. Oh, absolutely. Um, and this is when Alexa mentions a moment on the show when Lenise said that some of the women who were going home were evil-spirited. Which it seems like it was perhaps something that Lenise had said that they released in like a bonus clip online. I don't remember seeing this. No, I don't remember it. And Alexa even says, I'm not sure if it was in the show or if it was just online. So mm. I think it was probably like a deleted scene. Right. And Chris says, don't worry, Alexa. There will be a lot more about the cattiness of this group coming up. Moments when the claws came out. Oh, Chris. <laughs> and like, again, Alexa was not even like addressing this in a way that seemed like she was angry. She was just like, who was an evil spirit? What? I thought we were friends. Like, All the women are trying so hard to be like jovial, and Chris is like, am I right? Um, So after the commercial break, there's a montage of the women being quote-unquote catty. I have to say, like, Kathy is, like, the only one who says anything catty at all. Yeah. Um, And... I almost feel like she just has no filter at all. Um, Kathy says, Alexa and I didn't really hit it off. I don't know what up, what's up Alexa's butt, but I just try not to be around her, which is like... That's whew. like the harshest thing that someone says, though. Um, it seems like they were like, what do you think of all the women? And because we see her listing off like Shannon's little princessy, Trista's little fake, Amanda's a little too... Wifey? wifey. If that's a word, as we all know from Unreal, it's not only a word, it's maybe the most important word in Bachelor. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's actually like a real compliment. <laughs> Depends. Depends on uh, on your perspective, I guess. Um, in the world of the show. Coming from production, I guess. Yeah, would be coming a from production. Um, I personally would not want that compliment directed my way, but you know. Yeah. One of their examples of cattiness is Shannon on the first group date saying, you know, I've met some of my best friends here and, like, waxing really emotional about it and then cutting to her in a different moment on the date saying, what's her name? I can never remember her name about I was, Angelique. I was unclear of, about whether, like, the first part of that comment was even about Angelique. It probably wasn't. Yeah, I don't think it was. She didn't say every single woman yeah. here is my best it was, friend I was just, I know. I was just confused. I was like, why? Like, this doesn't even seem bad at all. Yeah. Like, she just forgot her name. If I were Angelique, I don't think I would be offended. No, there was nothing to be offended by. It's, that's so funny. I, I, as, they, as I watched this montage, I was like, oh, after this season, they were like, we can't just wait to the editing room. We have to, like, actually make them mad at each other so that we have something to work with when we call them all catty bitches. Right. And now they also have... Have the incentive of like you have to, you know, really make an impression, right? Um, in order to to win the prize yes. of, of paradise, um, and uh, so they all kind of defend their behavior, their horrible behavior. Alexa says, "You know, I'm always very outspoken." Apparently, she rubs some people in the house the wrong way, like Kathy. Mainly just Kathy. Mainly Kathy. But she's like, I try never to say anything I'd have to apologize for later. And I don't Chris is like, anything. so you don't regret anything? She's like, no. Like, all I said was Kathy seems young. Like Honestly, like, there weren't even really any clips of Alexa saying anything. No. Oh, no. There's one part that they played where she says, sometimes girls can be catty. Oh, yeah. Like, Again, it's just by it's today's okay. standards. It's okay when Chris says it. That's all I'm right. saying. But, you know, Alexa uh, should have some regrets. Lenise says, you know, with such a large group, not everyone's going to mesh. True. And she says, some girls were more easygoing. And then Kim says, too easygoing. And Lenise, like, gets offended. Lenise is like, what? What do you mean? 
But obviously, Kim was uh, doing a callback to her elimination. Yes. In which Alex said, Kim is just too laid back. She's too yeah, easygoing. Too easygoing. I think Lanise was just confused. Oh, of course. About what she was referencing. Because I think Lanise was thinking of herself as one of the easygoing girls. Yeah. And she was like, why is Kim saying that that can be a bad thing? <laughs> but um, Kim, I thought that was another great moment for Kim. Like, she had a real sense of humor about the role that she kind of played yeah. on the season. And I really enjoyed it. And um, I think it's interesting how Lanise is sort of analyzing the kind of personality clash that would not be looked at quite so um, with such um, a, a awareness now that, you know, she's like, I'm not used to people who don't take any mess and who are a little more like assertive. assertive. And so I felt like they were being mean. Yeah, she doesn't say they were mean. She's like, that's what I perceived. And I thought that was really interesting. She's analyzing it in this like stepped back way that we like very rarely see now. Well, because now it's like you have to tell someone they're a bad person in order to make an impression and get on another show. Right. And they like whip people into such like a frenzy. frenzy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So... Amy points out that just like chemistry between you and a guy, there can be chemistry between you and another girl. And I was like, oh, Amy, you're so close wow, to saying something so very wise. progressive. But yeah. in fact, you're talking about friendship. <laughs> um, this was 2002. We didn't know about chemistry between two women at the time. <laughs> Who of any knew? Sort. Um, but she's like, yeah, like mostly everyone got along, which seems to be the case. There, None of them seem to be angry at each other. Chris um, is really sad. He keeps <laughs> trying to push. He's like, but clicks. There were definitely clicks. And she's like, yeah, you know, but seems normal. <laughs> He's like, it's not normal. Men aren't like this. Men always get along. Um, and he introduces some diehard fans to ask questions. I thought it was interesting that the first person they went with was a guy. There were two two out of the three that asked questions were white dudes. I think there are more than three. More than three. Although there were at least two dudes. Yeah. It was interesting. Um, This dude is named Trevor, and he asked Kim if she thinks Alex only kept her around because she made out with him. I will say the dudes who asked questions were very interested in the the beautiful women women that Alex inexplicably cut. Um, And she says, Alex didn't even know who I was until I made out with him. Um, Trevor looks thrilled by this. Now she's, and Kim is just kind of laughing. She's like, he didn't even know my name. Uh, (laughs) But she doesn't regret it because he was a good kisser, which, like, good for you, Kim. She's just going with Get it, it, living her life. Yeah. Um, I I loved that there was just this openness about being like, yes, that is exactly the sort of embarrassing thing that happened to me on the show. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they never bring out Alex to confront the women, which is something no. that always happens now. So now something like that might be much more fraught and emotional, like Kim made it to hometowns. But then he said all these things behind her back that were right. sort of degrading. Alex does not have to confront right. anything. Now it would be like Kim is distraught. Kim is like, why would you take me to hometowns? If you didn't even you know did- my name. And he would, why would be you like. you meet my family? And this is just much more lighthearted. Like she's like, what a weird thing to have happen that like I made out with him and suddenly he was like. I'll meet your I'll family. I'll meet your family. <laughs> Um, it's a really it's really fun to see people reacting in in like a more tempered way. Right. They know they don't have to like per, they, well, they don't know that yet that they have to perform something in order to be picked as the bachelorette. Like Kim would be <laughs> a bachelorette front runner and yeah. she would have to like play up her heartbreak. True. So she wouldn't be able to have this kind of silly reaction. Um, the things we lose along the way. Uh, a woman asked Shannon if she got to keep the jewels and dress from her pretty woman date. I had assumed that she would get to keep the dress, but yeah. not the jewels. Because they're apparently, like, here you go. She gets to keep none of it, which seems like I would be pissed if I was told the store is yours. Have anything you want. Right. And then it was like, actually give it back. That's kind of how I feel about Rent the Runway. <laughs> and yet and yet I keep giving them my money. Um <laughs> This was Rent the Runway before they had even... Yeah, the first uh, <laughs> iteration of Rent the Runway. Um, and she's like, but it was fun to play dress up. And Chris is like, well, it must have, it must have been really expensive. And she says, the jewelry was $350,000, which I think is the most somber tone anyone takes in the whole episode. <laughs> she sounds like kind of devastated. I mean, that is crazy. <laughs> she's like, that was really nice. <laughs> um 
Up next, find out which bachelorette passed out after drinking too many margaritas. Again, not a thing they would, like, highlight with laughter. No. No. Um, How many women on the show have college degrees? Fun fact. 22. 22 out of 25. Almost all of them. Yeah. Um, That's uh, credentialism right there. Yeah. Hate to see it. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, more from this epic first women tell all. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life. And I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party, can get very stressful And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. I am so glad that it's finally warming up. And it also means that I just want to have fun this summer and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily, I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options like Protein Plus, Keto, Vegetarian, something for every diet. Their fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your whole day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. I love having a few factor meals just sitting in my fridge, especially because I work from home. It's so nice to finish up a taping and not have to figure out what to cook myself. Just look in my fridge and be like, oh, in two minutes, I can be eating mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice or tomato basil chicken risotto or Santa Fe style green chili beef skillet. And they always have a nice like vegetable side. It feels well-balanced. I feel full after, and it's not a headache at all. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI 50 and use code LTSI 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI 50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. 
The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quinn's items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quinn's cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quinn's only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI. Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online only model, they have some pretty delightful prices too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, high Tyler Cameron, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. Plus, they're dedicated to really thoughtful craftsmanship that honestly stands the test of time and looks good doing it. Article offers fast, affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada. Plus, they won't leave you waiting around. You pick the delivery time and they'll send you updates every step of the way. I have long been an article girly, like every room of my house my house, my apartment, (laughs) you can see article furniture in. Most recently, we updated our balcony, you know, just in time. It's finally balcony season again, finally warming up in New York. And I have been out there with my coffee, sitting in the toady beach sand dining chair, which is a great little lounger for a small space. Again, New York City apartment. And uh, it just really like elevates our deck. That and the ottoman we bought to go with it. So comfortable, so chic. Also can withstand a whole lot of rain. So important. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. They're having their Memorial Day sale from May 13th to May 27th, which would be the perfect time to use your store credit on top of sale prices. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Before we get back to the show, we have our final live show of 2019 coming. We'll be at the Bell House in Brooklyn on Thursday, November 21st to recap the season one finale, the end of Alex Michelle's journey to find love. You can find tickets at the link in our show notes. And now back to the show. More from Women Tell All. So we come back and Chris is like, everyone talks some trash, which like, as we've seen, is certainly not true. But one girl really got ripped by everyone. Kathy, who gets the very first hot seat of the franchise. I loved the opportunity to see Kathy like show off her styling. She like saunters up to the stage very performatively to sit next to Chris. She's just wearing like a magenta halter top. Denim capris, kind of light washed or medium washed so denim casual. capris, and slide sandals. Like you would never wear the sequins. You would never wear jeans. Jeans, and not even jeans. Like capris. Oh God, capris were a dark time. Like it's like day at the boardwalk yeah. outfit. <laughs> um, it was just so relaxed and chill. Um, but I do think she wanted to to show off her her new bosom. I mean, there it looks great. Yeah. Um, and Chris asks if she agrees that she was too young to go on the show, which uh, was the main thrust of, like, all the critiques she received. She's like, no, 
guys, I like to have fun. She goes on to say that she just likes to have fun in, like, every answer to every yeah. question. Like, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I like to have fun. Sue me. I like to have fun. Um, but she was like, no, I was looking for a relationship. I'm still looking for a relationship. I think I have all the qualities any man is looking for. I really man. aspire to that confidence. I aspire to that confidence, too. I'm like, I have the qualities no man is looking for. Well, let's, uh, let's be realistic. Many of us have all the qualities some men are looking for. But most of us do not have all the qualities that any, any man, man. Is for. She's yeah. like, I, I surpass. Like, I appeal to everyone, all demographics. It's like a real feat. <laughs> um, so then we see some outtakes on Kathy. Where everyone's like, she's too young, including Alex's rando friend, Sam. Yeah. He's like, if I had to exclude someone, it would be Kathy. <laughs> Which honestly, if my like yeah, thirty, I'm married. I'm thirty one or thirty two. My buddy is like, what about this twenty two year old who like is still very much in like a college party mode? Yeah, I'd, be, I'd like, be like, I don't no. know if that's gonna mesh with us. <laughs> um, we see lots of the women talking about how young. Yeah, she we're is. Alex's age. I don't want my male friends to be dating like a very recent graduate. Yeah, it, it just, would be weird. I, I understand where Sam is, is coming Me from too. here. Um, but on the other hand, he All the does, other women are 23. He loved Amanda, so. who is 23. Um, Kathy uh, loves margaritas. So we see where this is going, thanks to the teaser from before the commercial break. She makes a giant, like, vat of Marg's. She's just pouring a whole handle of tequila in there. I mean, respect. And then she drinks directly from the pitcher. I yeah. just, this, for me, this brought back, I'm sure for many people, this would bring back memories of our younger selves. For me, it was my uh, sister in law's bachelorette party a few years ago where I was supposed to make tacos for dinner and then had so many margaritas that we made in the blender that um, (laughs) That you didn't make it to dinner I didn't make it to making I don't think I think we all just (laughs) ate tortilla chips yeah that sounds correct but you know um, oh that's making me really want some nachos right now yeah it was a really good night and Kathy knows how to have fun fun is drinking an entire pitcher of margaritas and then having nachos and then passing out on the bathroom floor which is what ends up happening um we see all the women go check on her. They can't see under the door. But it turns out she was passed out in the bathroom for a little while. I have to say, this wouldn't maybe happen now because of the drink limits that were put in place a couple years ago. It would have happened a few years ago. And it would have been played so differently. Like, they would be calling paramedics. There would be, like, can Alex come talk to her? Or like, everyone would have just would been have extremely been... offended that she missed out on an evening, you know, a la Corinne. I have to say, I feel like often something like this would be spun as, as an emotional meltdown. Yeah. Like, they would be like, she's passed out in the bathroom. Can we turn this into she's so upset that About things aren't going well something. with Alex? Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of things they could do. And instead, they're just like, let's get some goofy B-roll of the women, like, peeking in the window. I loved it. I um, want more of uh, – bring this spirit back to the show. And fortunately, I mean, she's not okay. the, like, abusive alcohol. I'm not you right. know, endorsing no, that. Pump the women yeah. full of tequila. Um, and we see more of her cheer and dance routines, um, which we already caught a glimpse of during the season. And Chris is like, look – we all love you, sure. Um, but looking at all that, you can see why the other girls thought you were wrong for Alex, right? And her, she just sidesteps this and again is like, I like to have fun, you guys. She likes to have fun and she What's doesn't care who knows it. Um, and, but everyone is very, is laughing, you know, like it's very lighthearted. Chris asks if she regretted anything she did since maybe it impacted her relationship with Alex. She's, and she's like, like, nah, I'm not into him. <laughs> yeah, like, I, why would I care about impacting my relationship with Alex? Like, who's like, I want to be his buddy, but, like, I don't want to marry the guy. It's yeah. It's so great. It's so refreshing. It's so rarely these days do you right. actually hear from a woman on a taped segment that she... Because also I feel like they would edit it out if they did say it because... Yeah, or they want to maintain the fantasy. It would be spun as like a failing on her part. Yeah, um, and then Chris brings up the the beef with Alexa, and makes a, a joke that I want to call out here. He's like, Alexa's like shifting in her seat. She's like, I'm gonna come down there and beat you, woman. Ugh, gross. That's like a very weird 
It's gross <laughs> on so many levels. And also, like, it's a completely inaccurate description of the, the energy between these two women. Yeah. They just were like, we don't want to live together. Yeah. Violent. Not wanting to live together is violence. Um, there were some really weird undertones to that very gross joke um that i did not care for um but the women really really brush it off um and are just like we didn't really have much in common we don't really know each other whatever um and alexa says you know i was never really a big drinker even when i was like kathy's age and kathy's like come on guys i was just bored i'm sure she i'm was. fun also i ran 56 miles that where week. was she running did they what? Le- did they let them off the property um, I assume. Like, I, they must have been allowed to, like, r- run, take, down the run road. around Malibu, which I mean, what were they going to do great. back then? They didn't have smartphones. Well, they they don't have smartphones now. They just are stuck in the you house. Could, you could hide one. Yeah. In your, in your butt or something. <laughs> They're, like, stuck in the house now, though, and they have but, to do their exercise, like, running around the house. I just feel like there was more freedom back when technology didn't exist that you could easily, like— Record and catch these women. True. And and you couldn't easily like once you got away from the house see be, something see something or That's a get somewhere like she couldn't call an Uber even if she had like stashed a phone in her bra, um, and uh, I just also love the idea that it's like yes I drank a whole pitcher of margaritas and passed out on the other hand I ran fifty six miles these are two things that should be weighted against each other. Um, in order to produce an evaluation of my character, um, which I agree, and I think she comes out on top. Um, Chris asks her what's new with her, and this is when she points out that she enhanced herself in the chest region. Um, she's like, I always wanted them, and it wasn't happening naturally, so you fix your car, I fixed myself. Good for you, Kathy. They would just never talk about it now. No. It's it would be unspoken. There would be so many side by side photos of her chest before and after on creepy blogs. Um, this is when we find out the number of women Alex made out with seven. Very low. Pretty low. That's, That's like basically zero by today's standards. Yeah. At this point, the bachelor would make out with seven women like within the first two dates yeah like Like the first night yeah um and Rhonda hits the hot seat at this point um reminder that Rhonda left the show uh very dramatically had sort of an anxiety attack or panic attack during her exit interview and an ambulance was called and she tells a sort of different story of how this went down she says You know, I knew I wasn't getting a rose because of a comment Alex made. And he's like, what comment? And she said, you know, I just said something about lip gloss. I'm dying to know exactly what this comment was. And he was rude back to her. (laughs) Yeah, he said something sort of rude in response. So I guess she was I need to know what this exchange was. I know. I'm sure it was something throwaway, but I can can picture – like, I've been in that situation with someone that I'm dating where you say something lighthearted and they kind of snap back at you and you're like – Oh. Yeah, like you're not feeling oh, this. Oh, this is not. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. So she at that point was like, okay, so I'm probably not getting a rose because he feels like comfortable speaking to me that way. He's not like trying to impress me. He's not feeling me. Um, and she's like, I started to feel angry and I was wondering why I stayed and put myself through all of this. Because it was emotionally taxing. Yeah. And she was like, I thought that I was fine to go home. I thought I was glad even got through the rose ceremony and I thought I felt great about it um but then i was doing the interview and i started to get really emotional i was feeling angry i was feeling upset um i was having trouble breathing and i have asthma so i got scared and then it just yeah spiraled so basically from she there. started getting anxiety from her ang- light anxiety attack and then made it worse which is definitely a real thing it definitely happens yeah i still love how incredibly theatrical she was about it I feel like incredible. She the fact that she was able to to do that in a moment when she was probably was like genuinely pretty scared and freaked out um just proves why she was a great choice I for mean, television. Yeah, Rhonda's a gem. Um I love her and 
Christina also loves her. We might remember Christina as the person that Alex thought was just like his girlfriend, but then he dumped her. Um, and Christina seems absolutely lovely. I think she's she's a lawyer. She seems cool. And she's the one who, in her exit interview, said nothing about Alex and was just like, I hope Rhonda's okay. I'm worried for her. Yeah, she was like, I was much more worried about Rhonda's well-being than my breakup with Alex. I just, Rhonda's so great. People don't understand. And Christina All my friends says, here are so yeah, great. It's so sweet. She's like, I've just been defending everyone. I assume to, like, the general public. She's like, don't talk about my friends. You don't know them. It was very sweet. Um, number of miles traveled by The Bachelor on land, sea, and air to pursue the woman of his dreams. It sounds as if she's running away, um, like Carmen Sandiego, and he's pursuing her around the world. And he had to travel 19,859 miles. I mean, wow. Yeah. Just. Um, if you have to travel that many miles to catch a woman, you know, she doesn't want to be caught, is all I'm saying. (laughs) Uh, Shannon is next. Chris calls her America's sweetheart. I that love, seems like a stretch. It's just, it's crazy to me to imagine how differently Shannon would be framed if she if she were on the show now. Like, she was so prickly. She was so, like, closed off. She was so demanding of Alex. She didn't even seem to like him. She, the, you can't be America's sweetheart on The Bachelor now unless you're, like, gentle, sweet, always smiling, and, like, obsessed with The Bachelor. Like, that's kind of the America's Sweetheart yeah. formula now. Um, and he asked her if the envelope in Tahoe, the fantasy sweet envelope, was the straw that broke the camel's back. And she's like, look, Alex knows where I stand. I like to go slow. I didn't know the envelope was coming, and so maybe I would have handled it better uh, if I did. And I would have just said, I don't want to spend the night, but let's, like, hang out for a little bit in the cabin. It's true that, like, it, we get such different reactions from the women because they have never had the opportunity to see the show before. Right. They're not prepared for it at all. Yeah. Um, Which is really then, only a problem that the first season could have. She like, does you always manage to have a comment, though. Like, she says this so many times with Alex. It's like, I knew this was going to happen with you. Like, she says that to him, like, every time sex or an overnight comes up in any context. Yeah, so it's something specific to him. And I'm like, I don't think that she did know this was going to happen. Um, I mean, it seems like the crux of it was just that she never trusted Alex. Yeah. Which I understand, because he often did say things that felt insincere, but also, like, why why did you stay? Right. Like, it's like she's like, I hated him the whole time. I brought him to meet my family. She was like, I feel like she felt like he had so many things that she wanted on paper. And it was the same with him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're both like, this is the type of person I want. And yet all my hackles go up around them. Maybe (laughs) if I stay, the hackles will go down and it'll be perfect. Um, And Chris tries to convince her, you know, like. He even told me, Chris Harrison, that he was smitten with you. Like, he was really trying to open up to you and be sincere. And Shannon was like, no, I I was being open, but he was not reciprocating, really. And so I put up walls. Um, And I didn't want to give myself to a guy for nothing. And Chris was like, but he really was trying. And she's like, no. No. (laughs) I loved it. (laughs) She's amazing. Um. He brings up her exit. He says, Rhonda's exit was dramatic. Yours was a 10. I mean, Uh, her exit was iconic. Really great. And she had this moment where she turns around on the way to the limo and goes back and asks him why he's letting her go. Um, And she says, well, on our last date, I think she's referencing the conversation they had in the chalet. Yeah, which which we don't really see. We don't really see. But Alex had said himself, you know, like, I managed to calm Shannon down about the the fantasy suit envelope. And I think I overdid it. I think I overdid it. She's going to feel really betrayed now if I let her go, which is clearly what happened. She says, you know, I was honest with him that I wasn't sure if I should stay, that I was having a really hard time. And Alex didn't really respond to that, but he really led me to believe that I'd be meeting his parents and that he wanted to keep me around. And so as I walked to the limo, I was like, wait a minute. Like, why did he say all that stuff and then do And, like, this? he should have to answer to some of this, which I appreciated yes. because this is the only time. This is the only scenario in basically the whole season where Alex has to answer for his behavior. Yeah. And, like, I really want Trista to get to confront him. 
in an episode and be like, why did you say I would pick you? But she like does not. one day before yeah. the proposal. There was no after the final rose. Um, and Chris asks about Avery, Shannon's dog, and she is doing well, or she was in 2002, which I, I, I'm I, sorry to say. Look, for let's all not think about lovers. it. <laughs> okay. Um, so next to fans. Avery's still going strong. <laughs> I'm sure she is. She seemed like a young, healthy dog. <laughs> a fan named Daphne uh, asks Shannon if she's happy she's stuck to her morals. And Shannon says she watched the part where Alex asked her about sex with her mom, who told her that she couldn't be prouder, so she knows she handled it right. I mean, I guess live your truth, girl, but yeah. also it's not that. I, I stand by my you know opinion that it is not weird to go on a dating show and expect that perhaps you're going to have to speak a little bit to your philosophy on sex and dating. yeah. Not, like, explicit details, but, you know. Yeah, I I feel that that was a conversation that could have been handled. Differently. Much more productively. But it's clear also where she gets this sense of of how she should behave in relationships from, because apparently her family is quite conservative about these things, which... Each their own. Exactly. So uh, another fan asked Melissa... A great question. Why were you so confident about getting a rose? Melissa uh, went before she was sent home, was basically like, he's going to pick me. He's going to give me a rose tonight. I know it. Um, And Melissa said, you know, he said a lot of things, but like he talked about how we'd both gone to Cabo San Lucas and we loved it. And he had said to her that when they got down to single dates, he wanted to pull some strings and take her to Cabo San Lucas. Alex is such a little shit. What a wild thing to say yeah, to someone that, that like you have, uh, and he's saying to the camera like Melissa's not really doing it for me. Right. It's not like like something happened. Like the whole time he's being like, on paper Melissa seems great, but like I just feel nothing for her. And to her he's like, I will do anything to take you to Cabo San Lucas, baby. And then apparently he was also like complimenting her boobs, which which he seems obsessed with. Yeah, like breasts in general. Yeah, um, it's. The thought of someone just like that Ew. I have just started dating being like great tits. things on your <laughs> chest. I love them. Uh, not for me, um, but it does seem to show interest. So I can't really blame her. I cannot for being blame taken her aback. either. Um, and then a male fan tries to ask Angelique out. Um, Chris is like, no numbers will be exchanged. And I was like, wait, 15 years, you'll be begging for men to come on stage and give their numbers to these women just for a little stunt. Um, And he asks her if she's seen her dating life improve. And she's like, you know, I sort of thought that being on TV and being like, I'm available, that it would kind of help. But no one's really reached out to me. And you're like, wow, yeah, this will continue. Great (laughs) for men, not great for the women. Yeah. Um, and uh, Katie is like, well, I, I've been getting setups. setups constantly, um, but the guys are very weirded out that I wanted to marry someone on TV. And she's so. like, no, I just didn't. I didn't want to marry him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like all of her like mom's like friends are probably like my nephew. Yes, my husband's intern. Um, she's because now she's like now we have the persona of like that girl really wants a husband, um, and that's kind of the end of the of the the, the catch hot up, seats. The yeah. Hot seats. Then we kind of go into because I think that this aired on right before the finale aired uh, when it was when it was first airing. So we get a kind of call back to Alex's you know, relationship trajectories with both Trista and Amanda, his final two. Mm -hmm. And when it's done, we see that Kim, poor sweet Kim, has started choking up with emotion about how much she loves Amanda. (laughs) So sweet. I was really taken aback by that. It was really wild. This was like the first time that anyone on stage seemed to be taking seriously the possibility that someone could be in love with Alex. Um, and she's really like, Amanda's so great. I hope she's the one. And Shannon's like, no, I'm going to cry. And I was like, Shannon, I thought you really wanted to marry Alex like yesterday. Um, but she's on board with the Amanda train. Chris asks if anyone hopes it's Trista. And only Is Amber only Amber? I thought there was hand. like another one or two like smattering of people that are in the I consequential. I didn't see anyone else. It was 
let's just say it was very weighted towards Amanda. Yes. And so, I, it seems like... I wonder what the deal was. It, di- it didn't seem like, you know, anyone had, like, a very clear issue with Trista, but I wonder if she was just a little more aloof. She clearly was not... Did not bond in the same way. With the other women. Yeah, with other women. Yeah. Um, Amber says she thinks that Trista gets a bad rap for being guarded, but she has, you know, taken a leap and opened up. Which is true. The process. Um, Melissa says that Trista's just like a high school crush for Alex, and he and Amanda seem like they could have a really lifelong connection. Amy says Amanda really compliments him. I see what they're all saying. Yeah. Um, the problem is, can Alex have a lifelong connection with, with anyone? anyone? No. Um, especially these two out of the 25 women. I do think they have picked up on something, which is that he is, like, obsessed and enamored in a very kind of, like, puppy love sort of way with Trista. Yeah. And he does get along really easily with Amanda in a way that yeah. feels a little bit more real. The problem is that he's not a great person to be in a relationship with. I also think it's just sort of, like, naive, and it reminds me of, like, some kind of wonderful plot or something mm, of, like, yeah. what if someone could just realize that... They've been in love with you. ...that what's better for them and what yeah. makes them happier is the person that they just get along with really well and not the person they have a crazy crush on. But, like, in reality... The crush very, matters. The crush matters. It's very hard to, like, convince yourself... To be equally or more into the person that you don't have a crazy crush on. Absolutely. You know, and that's what Alex, you know, has to grapple with is like, is he going to like give in to the crush or is he going to do the sensible thing? But if you're doing the sensible thing and what you really kind of want to do is give in to the crush, that doesn't bode well for that. It's exactly why we saw Ari like do the switcheroo on his season. Exactly. Um, And he went with the crush. And you know what? Now they have a baby. Yeah, good for them. And this is this is sort of the end of the show. And what's happening next? The finale. This was like a directly pre-finale special. Um, And they're all about to watch Alex make this momentous decision that will surely define the rest of his life. And uh, if you want to find out what happens next and you haven't been watching, um, this season is available on TubiTV.com, and we will be recapping that finale episode. At our show. At our show, Thursday, November 21st, with Aaron Dark, and again, a very special guest who has been mentioned during this recap, who you will definitely want to hear from. Um, We can't wait. We hope to see a lot of you there. And now it's time for a few quick feminism fails. It's just not an episode without a feminism (laughs) fail or two. First, we want to call out the moment when Chris frames the fact that all these women were not best friends as cattiness and claws coming out. Um, It's really crazy to see the narrative strain to to frame some pretty normal just not non-friendship friction. friction, just interpersonal friction of a pretty mild nature as some sort of female coded like misbehavior. Um, and that's it, it because they do such a bad job selling how m- much the women mistreated each other, which was not much at all. It's even more blatant how just like misogynistic and gross this this framing is. So I'm going to give that a five. And then we have Chris. All these feminism fails. Start with Chris. (laughs) Interjecting after Melissa kind of tactfully says, you know, Alex had like complimented certain parts of my body. And that also led me to believe that he would be keeping me around. And Chris is like, wait, wait, wait. What body parts did he compliment? And like forces Melissa to be like my my breasts. But like (laughs) she's like, you know, like like Kathy. Yeah. That's what she says. She doesn't she doesn't even want to say it. And it was just really gross. Chris was kind of like leering. So I'm gonna give that one I'm gonna give that one a four. These women are more yeah. than their very aesthetically pleasing body parts. And I do want to call back to a moment <clears throat> when we hear from Amy about how two women can actually have chemistry as friends. Um, and this was a very well intentioned uh and of its time moment for Amy to make. But uh of course doesn't really acknowledge what was 
known at the time, <laughs> uh, it was only like 17 years ago, that women can obviously have chemistry. Any two people can have chemistry, romantic or otherwise. Um, and that is kind of erased from the way they talk about romance on this show. And continues and to continues be erased to be for many years. In many ways. Um, uh, so I'm going to give that a three. Um, sorry, Amy, you seem lovely. Um, and that's it for our feminism fails. Yeah. Think. And that's it for this episode of Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our producers, Nick Offenberg and Sarah Patterson. Please subscribe to Here to Make Friends wherever you listen to podcasts. We have one more live show coming. We'll be at the Bell House in Brooklyn on Thursday, November 21st to recap the long-awaited finale with our extremely, extremely exciting surprise guests that we can't wait to talk to. And Aaron Dark will be recapping with us. You can get tickets to the show at the link in our show notes. You can also give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at here to make friends pod and you can follow us individually on instagram and twitter i'm at claire e fallon and i'm at emma lady rose we'll be back soon to share our final live show Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. You can start your day off right. When you find a professional on Angie to get your plumbing right first. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.